We're having a, a, a whole Women's Month campaign and we're doing 31 interviews and obviously the good dog had to be uh, one oh, of the people that we're interviewing because you just, uh, you're such an inspiration. Thank you so much. Yes. So, um, you know, one thing that I've gotten from you as well is that we all know you as Dr. Cindy, you know, the passionate HIV clinician who's got a huge social media following. We know you're witty and you're very knowledgeable and everyone knows that you're married to a white man and you're super cool. But, <laughs> but you know, who is Cindy Stewart before Dr. Fansale, before all of this? Okay, so basically, I am I'm an only child. That's something that's um, that's the first thing that you know people know know about me. Well, people that are close to me. Yes. Um, I grew, I was born and bred in, in Harare. Yes. And I grew up um, in a single parent home. Yes. With a mom that loved me with everything in her body. You know. Oh. So I always say to people that I grew up in a bubble of love. And I think that's why I'm so loving and I'm so caring. It's because it shows. I, up, <laughs> yeah, I just I grew up with this woman that you know told me every day how much she loved me, how much she cared about me, mm. and she also showed she also showed me how special I am. And you know, my mom encouraged me in every way. Yes. So I grew up in a bubble of love, and that's why you know I have so much love to share. Of course you do. I mean, we see it in your work. We see it in everything that you do. And now you decided that, you know, just because you grew up and you were the only child, decided you're going to expand and have more children. <laughs> yeah. I was, actually, I was actually done after having one. But then, um, you know, then we had another one. And, and hopefully we'll plan for another one. But I was done after one child. It just, just didn't make sense to me to have lots of kids. But my husband wanted six. So at least your two is kind of halfway. So, guys, I did was compromise. <laughs> so, compromise should be three, then. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why we're trying for one. We'll see how it goes. That's you, how it goes. Yeah, you know, it's it's so funny to me when I was checking your Twitter header. I saw a bag and a microphone and uh, there was one thing that for me, I thought, you know what, this, there's something missing here and that is a bottle of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, so, so the champagne story, I, I guess for people that have only recently started following me, like when I say recently, I say in the last two years. Yes. If you, if you started following me in 2014 or 2015, yes. you would know, people, those people would know that I, after, after my pregnancy with Nandi, yes. I became Oh. And I'm sure. Yeah, then after two years, I wake up one day, I take a sip of Crone, 
and oh my gosh, my tongue starts burning. So I've actually realized in all my experimentation that Prosecco, so far, Prosecco is the one that's least likely to give me problems. So it's been a, it's been an experimental journey. And yes, people will say, oh, do I stop drinking altogether? No, I have bubbles. <laughs> I'll stop when I'm ready for now. <laughs> it's so funny to me because you mentioned this one and you're like, no, I'm actually allergic to a lot of alcohol. <laughs> so I didn't understand it, but now I'm getting the full story. Yeah, yeah, and, and the thing is, people think I'm kidding, you know. So I'm trying to, yes. Like for now, right now, I, I, I started drinking Benini Blush once in a while, and I know which in three months' time, I'm going to take a sip of Benini, and my tongue is going to burn, and then that will be the end of me and Benini. The same way it was the end for me and Hunter's dry. Like it just happens one day. I wake up, I take a sip, and boom, done. I can't drink. Anymore. So what's gonna happen? What's what, what was what's gonna happen when you wake up one day and you can't drink shampoos anymore? <laughs> Darling, darling, that is not going to happen. <laughs> that means you're going to be drinking water, darling. <laughs> oh, that is not going to happen, honey. <laughs> Let us keep our fingers crossed for you. Yeah? I'm saying we're going to keep our fingers crossed for you. Uh, no, we, you have to, please, because I can't. I would not be able to deal with that. Also, it would just, I feel like it would just kill the ambiance. I mean, next thing, you're going out and, uh, you know, now you're an established DJ and then you can't even have a sip of something, something. Even Fanta Orange. Fanta Orange is one of my favorite drinks. There was a time I couldn't, I hadn't had Fanta Orange in over 18 months. So it's almost like my body reacts. And then I mustn't pick up that thing for a long time. Almost the same story. And then if I have it again after a very long time, then I'm fine. But I mustn't push myself. I mustn't push the limits. So it's it's weird. And I know a lot of people, actually, I mean, on a more serious note, pregnancy-induced allergies are a thing. A lot of people don't know this, but it's a thing where before pregnancy, and once you're done with the baby, there's just some things that you're allergic to. It's it's actually a thing. That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I didn't know that. I really, I had no idea that, uh, you know, these are the things that happen. But, you know, obviously, doctor's expert, so you would know. Yeah. And you know what, dog? Um, another thing for me is that, you know, you're so different because you are the complete opposite of what a or an ideal rather um public figure is supposed to look like you know uh you've said this before you're bald head um you're black you know you're a little bigger than most people um and so you know for me i just always wanted to find out what in your opinion represents the 21st century female you know you know when i when i look at the women around me now that are doing amazing things, and just just women in general. Yes. We are free. Yeah. That really, that really is it. We are free. Freedom. For me, the 21st century woman is represented by the freedom that she has to do whatever she wants. And 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 the person that I admire the most in this regard is actually Rihanna. Each time I see Rihanna doing something which is unconventional, something that people don't expect, I just keep I keep thinking in my heart, wow, girl, it's so nice to see you doing all those crazy things because there was a time when we, we couldn't do anything. So for free, we are free. We are we are free to express ourselves in whatever way we want. We are free to do whatever we want. Even even on Twitter, you know, when the, when the girls come on Twitter and they shoot their shots and they're making moves on guys, I'm like, yeah, yes, first <laughs> century, you know, because we never we didn't have that liberty when we were when I was young. I mean, I'm 43 now. In my 20s, it was just a, the biggest yeah. taboo. Exactly. So you couldn't you can tell boys that 
Oh, yes. <laughs> DM me if you want something more comfortable to sit on. <laughs> And it's all over the world. It's not just in South Africa. Yeah. Like we don't catch breaks, you know. So trust me, I am just so happy when black women are flourishing. I'm happy to see them prancing around in beaches and their bikinis and Bali, sitting on that swing. It just makes me happy. It's it's such a beautiful sight to see on the timeline because it doesn't happen often. And people are buying cars and there's red ribbons on the cars. All of that makes me so happy. I can genuinely see it, and you know one thing that I love about you as well is that you are, you genuinely are happy when people do well. You know, yeah, like it I makes am. it makes your heart yeah, smile. It makes my heart smile for real, for real. Because I look at I look at I look at my mom's life. I look at my aunts. I look at my grannies and stuff. And those women suffered. Yes, they suffered. And and many of them. I mean, and I'm gonna say my grannies. I'm talking about your granny, my granny, everyone's granny. And many of them, for them. Seeing their grandkids buying cars, they couldn't buy cars. They weren't allowed to do so many things. So can you imagine how happy I'm feeling? I'm 43. Can you imagine how your granny of 60 or 70 or 80 feels when you succeed, when you get a degree, when you get a car, when you get a house? And we often overlook those things. I, you know, I, I know myself. I, I just feel like. Oh, well, this is standard procedure. I mean, everyone's doing it. So, you know, I'm out as well. But and we overlook these kind of achievements and we don't really think that there's something huge and phenomenal. But, you know, when you speak like this, then it's, it's, it's a completely different story. Exactly. We, we take so many things for granted. Mm. We take so many things for granted. How many of us have, have, have grannies who had cars? My granny couldn't even drive. Right. Mine either. <laughs> she can't drive. But yeah. Not because then once you learn, the circumstances didn't allow it. So believe me, when you get a car or you know or your license, she's going to celebrate it because she couldn't do it. But guess what? Your mommy did it, and then your mommy did it, and now you've done it. Oh, Mina, I celebrate everything. Doesn't matter how small it is. We need to celebrate our successes because, as I said, black women carry the burden of the world on their shoulders. You really do find the joy in each and everything that you do. And I think maybe, you know, that's the reason why your things keep on flourishing. Because, I, you know, I heard, I listened to a quote the other day and, you know, someone said that what you appreciate, appreciates. And I can really see how everything, you know, is just coming into full circle for you. And, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm such a, obviously, a big fan and you know when i think about this and i i see you you just mentioned now that you're like 43 and in my mind i'm thinking you know is is there ever limitations especially in the industry that you are in you know is there ever a cut off age for doing something you know what is your perception on that so so here's the thing so for for some reason right once you're married and you have kids so if you're black Mm-hmm. And, you're, and you're female, and you're married with kids. 
the world has decided that there's certain things you can't do anymore. Of course. And I'm gonna give you an, yeah, I'm gonna give you an example. So I went to Rockets the other day because I love DJ Fish, right? He's like my favorite DJ on the planet. What about Chima music? Chima's <laughs> my teacher. Chima's teaching me how to teach. You chat- like my favorite DJ in the world. Yes. And when I was younger, when Fresh played gigs when I was younger, I didn't have the chance to go to any of his gigs because I was busy studying, then I was busy um, doing my internship, and I was busy being a mommy and all those things. Mm. So now, yeah, I'm in Gangami Zukulile. I have my friends who don't mind going to gigs with me. So now, I decided which I'm going to go and watch Fresh play. I'm going to go to all his gigs. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm late, but hey, he's still playing, so I can still go and listen to him. Yeah. I get to Rockets, and some drunk guy comes up to me, and says he, he loves what I'm doing on social media in Ukumanezulu. But why is it Zamnani? Why is it Why is it Zamnani? Why is it Zamnani? Yes. So I was polite. I just looked at them and I smiled. I let him finish. And then I went with and I carried on with my friends. But yeah. that thing stuck in my heart only because I realized, Wuti, how many women on my age group have loved partying, have always loved partying, it's still in their blood, but they can't go out because, wow, what are people going to say? No, I, it's, it's, and I came onto Twitter, I did a thread about it, people commented, and then some people were like, Vale, Vale, we don't need to be talking with, with our mummies, you guys mustn't come out, there's an age cutoff for a groove in any. There's an age cutoff for going to the yeah, club. Going out, yeah, 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 there's an age cutoff. And then, so I'm watching all of this on Twitter and I'm retweeting and stuff like that, and then I thought to myself, hi, Manson, you always wanted to DJ, you're currently going to DJ lessons, why don't you then? Do gigs, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't you do gigs where you have over thirties only, right? If the twenty-year-olds want to party with us, it's not have over thirties only. Oh my word! Yeah, they can party on their own. Yes, above thirties can come and party at my gigs where I'll be one of the DJs that plays. I'll make sure it's an all-female lineup. You have a market, dog. <laughs> Darling, I am. Listen, you know what? That seed was that seed was planted by that spirit. And believe you me, I am working on it. Right oh, no. now, I am yeah. a girl. I am busy behind the scenes. I'm talking to people. We're now looking for sponsors. I am going to have gigs where you show your ID at the door. If you're less than 30, we are here. Everyone else can get in. There is no dress code. If you want to come in your slops, come in your slops, honey. If you want to come in your pajamas, come in your pajamas. I've seen Andaba. Just come and have fun and be happy. Oh, so, so, so you're not doing the whole club thing that you have to wear heels. <laughs> honey. And you have to have a full beat, no ways. Listen, I went to one of Fresh's gigs at Sumo, mm-hmm. and I was asked to show my shoes. I was wearing a beautiful long black dress, yes. and the woman asked me to lift my dress so she could see what shoes I was wearing. Yes. Can you imagine? Yeah, that's what they do, though. <laughs> it's not right. It's it, not right. And the whole thing with the ugly girls can't go into VIP in the end. There'll be no VIP at my gigs. You come wearing whatever. It'll be ladies only. No guys allowed except the waiters who are there. And the entrance will be 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, like, so, so that's, so at the moment, that's the thing that keeps me waking up every morning because I'm like, yo, December yeah. come. I can't wait for my first gig. So that's the only reason why I'm not being diligent about my DJ lessons to make sure with that day, that day arrives, I can play my set and then, yeah. Okay. So, so, so what are you going to play? Are you going to play chime music deep kind house, of? Dog. Deep House. Deep House. You love yes. Deep House. Wow, dog. I love Deep house. I love house music. I love deep house. I love, love, love it. I think when I when I when I started partying, Kwaito Kwaito was in. I, I love soul. I love yes. soul. I love new soul. I've always loved the kind of music. I love Sade. But Kwaito really gripped me. When Kwaito arrived in '94, I was in Aspen and Zim. It gripped me. And the first Kwaito song I heard 
was um Ngoma by Trompis. That song is still stuck in my heart, you know. Oh, wow. And then and then and then from there just all the other Gwati songs. And then obviously when Fresh in ninety six no, ninety six or ninety seven, I can't ninety seven or ninety eight, when Fresh started dropping the Fresh House flavor. Yes. What a powerful trans- album. Listen, he transformed he Yo Classic uh, I'm a classic word. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, so that's the, then that genre, I really fell in love with that genre when Fresh was dropping about Fresh House Flavors. That's really been in my heart. And, and look, I'm a piano, is also in that. I really love my piano. I'm a favorite song. <laughs> Your favorite song. <laughs> but, 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 but Soulful House. Soulful House. Yeah, Abacus Souls, all of him. Exactly, that's really my favorite. So yeah, so I can't wait. I really can't. I, I'm so sad that you, you only go, your, your gigs are going to be for, um, over 30s only I would have enjoyed them Okay Alright it's, it's okay It is what it is Ciso accept <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I will. I will just send you a private message, dog. <laughs> I just wanna know, you know, you, because you so bubbly and everything. Um, where do you get this from? Like, who inspires you the most? Which women inspire you? My mom inspired me a lot. Mm-hmm. Winnie Mandela inspired me a lot. Yes, and I think a lot of. It, 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 I'm generally optimistic. I'm default happy. Right? Yes, I'm. I'm, I'm always happy. Almost always happy. myself on the airwaves exactly and you know funny thing is i can't listen to my podcast because i have to, to review myself it's the weirdest thing it's ever the weirdest thing. exactly so at least my husband he listens to my shows every day then i get back from 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 work so then give me a little preview okay you were good or you spoke a bit fast here or next time do this or next time do that so at least he's listening because i cannot see he sounds him. like your manager <laughs> i love it he's so sweet about it because he understands how important this all is for me. He really, really, he totally gets it. And I'm so glad that he's so supportive. Because if he wasn't supportive, if he, if he wasn't willing to spend time with the kid and be here to put me to bed and everything, I wouldn't be able to do any of these things. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, Doc, what is the best advice that you've ever received? The best 
advice. You, you know, there's a guy called Sia, Sia Mtanda. Sia Mtanda is crazy, but I love him. Mm-hmm. And he loves saying, do you, boo? He loves saying that. All the time. And I, yeah. And I remember him tweeting it at a time when I was, I was just uncertain about a lot of things that I wanted to do again. I had so many thoughts going through my mind. Am I too old? Am I too this? Am I too that? You know, why am I still pursuing this dream of being on radio? You know, at times when things cross your mind, and you're, uh, who's boozo time, man? can't pay the dream is dead. Let me just forget about that. Why am I still running after this? And when whenever Sia tweeted, do you, boo, about, about whatever else he was tweeting, I would think, you know what, Sia's right. Yeah, I should definitely do me. wants to do A. So Cindy must do A. Or if Cindy wants to do this, she must do this. And and he doesn't know it. He doesn't even know how much me seeing his do you, boo, on the timeline used to spur me on. Because if you think about my age, right, and you think about how the world views certain things, like, oh, gosh, what is she doing in her 40s? You know, going on to radio, getting a radio show. Yeah. And then what is she doing on Kai FM? Exactly. Is it but her that, target market? Does she fit the profile? But, you know, but, that, but that do you boo was just what I needed to see whenever I felt doubtful about my, you know, the new path. Well, not the new path, but added the path to my, to my career. And the other thing that's weird for me is people asking me if um, I'm going to quit medicine. And I always say to them, I'm, I'm like, guys, like, if I stop being a doctor, I lose my credibility on the show. How am I giving medical advice or or stuff like that if I don't I'm not have, practicing. I'm not practicing, yeah. So so people don't get that. I can't stop being a medical doctor. I can't. I need to keep practicing for my credibility. If I stop being a doctor and I carry on being on radio, I'd have to do a completely different show. Because, because I mean... The, the show that I do is quite a serious show. People call in and they say stuff that's really deep from their hearts, mm. right? And sometimes we need to refer them to someone else or I need to find a doctor for them to see and things like that. So just imagine I'm practiced, but there I am telling people what to do. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. So that's, it's been interesting to, to see how people thought I'd quit medicine for radio. No, the two dreams have come together. They've married so well and they're happiest person. Person alive, yes. Yeah, I really am. And if you could go back in time, you know, and just go back to 16-year-old Cindy, what would you say to her? You know what? <laughs> I would say, really, because with all the heartbreak I've suffered, suffered in my life, I would say the boys can wait. Really? I, I just wish I just focused on books and done boys later in my life because oh, it totally derailed my life. And in Atlanta, God was able to to allow me to still pursue and fulfill all my dreams. But not every girl has that chance. So mm. I was derailed, and I and I came back onto track. Okay, but, but what's later? <laughs> look, I, the guy that broke my heart into pieces, 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 pieces. I mean, I met him when I was fourteen. And we started dating when I was 17, and he broke my heart when I was 18. And then heartbreak, yeah, at 18, I failed my illness because of him. Stress. And, and after, and uh, yeah, and after failing, every, it's like, it's like a, it was like a domino effect. I failed, and then I had to repeat, and I couldn't get into medicine, and then, and then, you know, it was like a domino effect. Yeah, it ripple effect. Okay. great, yes, I went through the experience, I can share it now, I can laugh about it, I can, I can teach other people, but I don't know... I, I, I could have done without that drama, to be honest. I, heartbreak is, 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 
you, you don't wish heartbreak on your worst enemy. Enemy, yeah, it, true. It, it's debilitating. Like, I'll call no more. I'll Depression. Heartbreak. Um, All right, Doug, thank you so much for allowing me to interview no, thank you. Thank you so much. It's always a speaking to you. I'll see you at my gig. You, let, you have VIP, a special entry. Please. I can't wait. I'm really, I'm going to text you. I, 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 I can't wait to come, come to your first as I said, gig. You can wear whatever you want. I can't wait to see people panting around in their pajamas. I can't. That's going to be so much. I don't have to worry about my hair. I, nothing. Whether you're coming from work, whether you come up the street, I don't care you come. Whether I'm coming in scrubs, I'm gonna come in scrubs. Just come, we'll be happy. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for allowing us to interview, dog. You're such an amazing person. Take care. Thank you very much. Take care. Ciao. Okay. Bye.